Hello there. This is Ed McCarty. Welcome to Hoofing It Podcast with everything horses and livestock. Hi, I'm Melissa Cowan. I'm with Hoofing It Podcast, and today we're with Janie Hamilton. She's from Living Life Ranch, and Janie is going to tell us a little bit about herself and how she became a facilitator at Living Life Ranch. Hi, Janie, and welcome. Thanks, Melissa. Thanks for having me. Yeah, so why don't you go ahead and tell our audience how you got started with Living Life Ranch and a little bit about your story. Well, it's interesting because the same day that I filed for divorce, which was a terrible day, I went to my computer and I was like, I had been to counseling, I had done all these things, and I was like, there's got to be something else out there that can help me with just everything I was going through. And so I went to my office that day and I just Googled on the computer, equine or horse, I probably just said horse, horse therapy. Mm -hmm. And Elaine Davis and her program, Faith-Based Equine Assistive Philosophy, which is what you and I are both certified at and what we do at Living Life Ranch popped up. And so it's really just a beautiful story of how the Holy Spirit just showed me exactly what I needed at the time. And now it's years later and um, I'm working full time with Living Life Ranch and living my dream. And it's just been just an incredible Mm -hmm. process. And, you know, I was thinking because I know this month is Mental Health Awareness Month. And I was thinking about that. And I just wanted to share a little bit of my journey with you guys and kind of how I came to this place, but I first thought I want to share a really fun story that Melissa and I both had last week. So last week, um, Living Life Ranch gets to take our horses to um, a recovery center. Mm-hmm. And so last week, there's it's a group that's out there, and there was this gentleman, I'll just call him Andy, um, and he had been coming for three weeks, and he was pretty just stoic, not really responsive. Um, He would engage with the horses, but I just couldn't really tell if he was getting anything out of it. Mm -hmm. And so last week we had this activity where we invited the horse to kind of move around us and we had a lunge whip and the halter and the lead rope and we're asking the horse just to move around us and using our body and our energy. And so it was Andy's turn. And I could just tell on his face that he was like, oh, I got this. I know how to do it because he had seen the two previous people before Mm -hmm. right so he gets up there and we were using this horse Rio who was a Rocky Mountain horse 12 years old right um and Rio is a really funny horse he does not like to sit still he's very active he's engaging um he's just not one of our like calm horses (laughs) right Uh and so he had Rio and so Andy steps up to the center and I can just tell he's all excited to get this horse to move. And Rio immediately drops his head, Mm -hmm. drops his head and starts stepping towards Andy. And I'm kind of just looking like, okay, what's happening? And I've learned to completely just trust the horse and the process. And so Rio puts his forehead right into Andy's chest. Unbelievable. And Rio is probably 13 hands. Yes. So a smaller horse, this guy's probably 6'4". And so Andy just looks at me and he he waves the lunge whip and he's like trying to get this horse to move. And the more energetic he gets, Rio just settles in to his chest. So I just lean in. I'm just going with what the horse set does. And I, I looked at Andy and I said, Andy... Horses move into pain. 
And I said, something's going on right now. Mm -hmm. And Rio feels your pain. And he wants to sit with you in this moment of hurt. Do you want to sit with him? Or do you feel safe to sit here? And he looked at me and he's like, yes. And I said, is there anything that you need to release? And his face completely softened. He had tears in his eyes. And he said, yes. And he had been holding on to some hurts of his past. Um, and as we worked through that for the next probably 10 minutes, just letting go of some beliefs that he had held that had limited him, some lies, this identity mm -hmm. that his dad put on him, mm -hmm. you could just, and this whole time Rio didn't move, just leaned into his chest. And after about 10 minutes, when it was, when Andy had released all that he was going to release at that time, Rio stepped back. And Andy was able to engage in the exercise with him. And I just wanted to start with that story just to show yeah. our, our listeners just how powerful this work is. Mm -hmm. And it's just something mysterious that happens between a horse and a human. This is. And all the time we just get to be there and we're just like, what? <laughs> can't, can't make it up. <laughs> can't make it up. So. I was thinking anyway about uh, Mental Awareness Month. And and to be honest with you, Melissa, for the longest time, I would hear these words like Mental Awareness Month and trauma and abuse. And I thought, well, that doesn't apply to me mm -hmm. because I've had just a really great life. And I, I just had no understanding that trauma actually means unprocessed pain. Right. So we all have trauma. But the reason I didn't think I had any abuse or trauma is because I grew up um, under a Christian umbrella of just thinking that emotions were not allowed to be felt. Right. I should say negative emotions. So if I had anger or frustration or anxiety or sadness, I was immediately, you know, the response was, we'll just pray about it, or maybe I have a sin and I need to repent. And so, and I grew up in a, a great home, but I remember one time as a teenager, just coming home devastated by some friends. And my dad just looked at me and said, well, just pray about it, Janie. And while that is true, prayer mm -hmm. helps, right? To right. a teenager who didn't know how to process their emotions, it was not helpful to me. And so I continued in that place of not processing emotion, not even knowing that I could or right. I should, not knowing that it was actually hurting me. And I moved right from growing into a Christian home. I went right to a Christian university. I met uh, my husband, who was a became a youth pastor, so I went right into Christian ministry for 25 years. And it was really about 15 years ago when I just kind of started spiraling. And it was a real it was a real shock to me and those around me because my whole life I had been taught, you know, keep it together, mm -hmm. suck it up, just pretend, do your best, try harder, all those things right. that if you've been brought up in a you know, a Christian culture are the things that you hear. And I didn't realize that that wasn't even what Jesus was asking me to no. do. And so I realized just the destruction of growing up with some cultural beliefs that weren't true. And so <clears throat> I began this journey. I packed up my three kids, young kids. I homeschooled at the time, of course, because that's what you did. Uh -huh, yeah. <laughs> if you were a good Christian wife. <laughs> um, and I left my husband. And I just began this soul searching journey 
of discovering who am I? Like, mm-hmm. who did God create me to be? And I have all these emotions and how do I process them? And is it okay? And just this culture that I had been brought up in of the man has, you know, the last say and the woman has no rights even to her own body and, and just really reading the gospels again and realizing, well, that wasn't even Jesus's heart. No. And so kind of just this, and I, I hate to use this word because it's such a buzzword, but deconstruction of my faith and just really looking into what Jesus had to say. Right. So how that brings me to Living Life Ranch is while I was going through that deep, dark, soul-searching, gut-wrenching, incredibly wonderful and difficult time, right? a mutual friend of ours um, said, Janie, there's this lady. Her name's Melissa. I hadn't met Melissa. Nope. And she has like, I think you had maybe five horses at the time. I did, yeah. (laughs) We have nine now. She has nine now. (laughs) Five horses at the time. And she is laid up from surgery and she needs help just taking care of the horses. And I know you love horses. Would you be part of the team that helps her? And I was like, absolutely. And so I began and for three months, I never even met. Nope. Melissa. I didn't know who I you didn't were. Know her either. <laughs> I was just showing up faithfully at this barn and I had no idea how this was healing me. Now I do know, but I just would show up. I would muck the stalls. I yeah. would groom the horses. I would feed them. And I started to find such incredible healing because, yeah. you know, as a pastor's wife, I had nobody to talk to. Well, mm. I believed the lie. I had nobody to talk right. to. So I literally would go out to these horses and I would just bear my soul and I would tell them all the unfair things in my life, all the things that I just couldn't believe was happening. And guess what? They listened. They're great listeners. <laughs> they didn't judge me. Yeah. And the next time I came back, they leaned into me. And so I just began this wonderful healing journey and that's how really I started with living life yeah it really is and then you know fast forward to the day that I I finally had the courage to you know divorce my husband and I found uh Elaine Davis and so I called Melissa I said Melissa I think I found it I think (laughs) the Holy Spirit has shown us what we need to do because we were both kind of like We know we want to help people. We know horses are a part of that. What does that look like? We didn't have the curriculum. or (laughs) Right. Yeah. We were doing it. We just didn't know why we were doing it or how we were doing it. Right. It was great. And so it's just been a beautiful journey. And can I just share, I want to share two gifts that the horses have given me in this process. And there's a lot of gifts, but two of the main gifts that I learned in this process of me healing, and I'm still on this journey of healing. The first is the horse gives us the gift of just being present. Mm -hmm. And for somebody like me who had never dealt with their emotions, if you would have asked me how I'm feeling, I have pretty much three words, you know, good, okay, angry. That's Mm -hmm. it. That was my vocabulary. (laughs) I literally, when I started this journey, I had to print out like a hundred feeling words. And so when somebody would ask how I'm feeling, I had to look at my sheet and be like, um, I'm feeling overwhelmed. (laughs) (laughs) And so the horses helped me just be present in the moment. I didn't have to worry about the past. I didn't have to be concerned about the future. I just could be. 
And there's such peace that happens. Hey, Melissa, let's take a quick break. Thank you for joining us today. Our podcast is sponsored by Better Equine, the manufacturer of BE saddle pads. Bee Tree, pure and natural skin and body care products. LE Quarter Horses and Cattle Company offers tune-ups, riding lessons, colt starting, cattle doctoring, day work. And Living Life Ranch, located in Gardner, Kansas. Now, now we're, we're back. back. So... The gift of being present leads us to the second gift, which is the gift of the horse of being truthful. So horses are truthful. They don't lie. They can't lie. No. Nope. They're 100, 100% truthful yes. to their their nature and their character. Yeah. And so how it helps humans or how it helped me is it was self-awareness. Mm-hmm. And as I'm learning, okay, what am I feeling? And where does it show up in my body? The horses are able to give me immediate feedback if I'm being truthful. Yes. And it's not that I was trying to lie. It's that I literally didn't know. Let me give you an example. So Melissa and I both, maybe two weeks ago, were out with these clients. And typically, we we have a, a sand arena and we had two of our horses, Storm and Jasper, out there. And we had these two teenagers that came and one was coming. She had some really um, tough things she was working through. A lot through. of depression. <clears throat> right. And her friend came just to support her because she just loves horses. This and it just worked out. Melissa was working with the friend that needed some... The depression. Yeah, the depression. And yeah. I had the girl who just loved horses. <laughs> and... The, the storm went right into Melissa's client. So they were having a great session. But Jasper started running away from my client. Like, wouldn't have anything to do with her. And she was fine. Uh, she looked fine. <laughs> she seemed fine. She said she, she was said fine. She was fine. But I have learned to trust the horse. Mm-hmm. And since horses can't lie, I'm like, okay, maybe there's some things going on. And so as we entered into just the space of safety with this client that I had, she realized she actually was holding on to some stuff. Mm -hmm. And so she was able to let it go. Again, I'm just like, I can't believe this is happening. But she, she ends up letting it go. And as she lets it go and God speaks to her, she's then and only then able to approach this horse. So they leave. Our next client that comes in walks into the arena and Jasper, the horse that was with my client, walks straight up to this lady, does not leave this lady the entire time. Stayed right into her. Right. And that's because this lady was dealing with some grief and she was honest about it. She entered the arena broken on the outside, broken on the inside. And the horse was like, ah, she's safe yeah, because she's congruent. And so that's what I mean by being truthful is it's just like helping us realize what we're thinking and feeling and the horse can mirror that and give us immediate feedback. Immediate. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's amazing. So powerful. And I, I, I know I'm doing a lot of talking, but I'm just so passionate about this. And I have one last story that I want to end with. Okay. If that's okay. Yes. And, um, this is a story that this horse did something that we've never seen this horse do. So Melissa has owned Storm since she was six months old, right? Yes, six, <clears throat> she's 23 now. And um, Storm is the sweetest horse. So I had a client coming. Let's I had a client coming. We'll call her Julie. 
And before my clients come, often I'll be out there in, a, in the arena. So we have a sand arena and I have Jasper and Storm, the two horses I talked about earlier, are just out there. Um, we do a lot of things with the horse by choice. So we allow the horse to just choose whether they want to participate yes. or not. And so this day, it was like 80 degrees. It was like four weeks ago, 80 degrees. There was a light breeze. It was just one of those like mm -hmm. perfect days. And I like to go out early. So I was out there just calming myself down and just being in this wonderful space with these horses. And so Julie enters in into this space of just calmness and peace and Storm was looked like she was about to fall asleep. And um, so I asked Julie, you know, what, what, what is it you want to work on today? And she said, you know, she was a new believer. And she said, I'm just feeling so discouraged. I don't think God really cares about me. I don't think God talks to me. My friends like have all these incredible stories. And so I said, well, let's just see what God has for you today. And by that time, I looked and Storm was sitting down. <laughs> And her head was up and she was just sitting, which is highly unusual. Yeah, she never um, does that. Highly unusual. So I'm like, Julie, do you want to just enter into this sacred place with the horse? Because we know horses are a prey animal. So when they're down on the ground, they're saying we feel safe yes. because we're predators, right? Right. And so this had only happened to me once before where a horse sat down. So I was like, okay, God has something big for Julie today. So we sit down with Storm and we're just continuing our yeah. conversation about comparison. And she's letting go of some lies that she held on with comparison. And then I was like, Julie, would you like to just spend some time with the horse by yourself? And she's like, yeah, sure. And this is a lady who I don't even know she had touched a horse um, three weeks prior, right? <laughs> so it's just, she's not a horse woman. Right. <laughs> and so I left her there and I said, Julie, why don't you just ask God, what does he have for you in this moment with the horse? So I step aside to give her some space. And about five minutes later, I noticed that Storm takes this deep breath, just releases lays her head in Julie's lap. It was crazy. That's so crazy. I about fell over. <laughs> of course, Julie thinks this is the most normal thing that's ever happened. So I know that God spoke to her. So I went up to her and I said, Julie, what did God say to you? And she just looked at me. Her eyes were huge. And she said, God said, I just need to be still. And that verse says, be still and know that I am God. And so Julie was able to have this incredible experience where God spoke to her through yep. the horse. And that's something. And this has been about four weeks ago. And every every week, Julie will text me and say, Janie, I can't, I can't get that out of my mind. I keep thinking about that. And that's why what we do with Living Life Ranch and the horses that's one of the reasons it's so powerful it is. because it's tactile. It's using our left and our right brain. It's using all of our senses. So our yeah. memory can access these incredible things that happened with the yeah, horses. We can moments. access that mm -hmm. anytime. Yeah. Anytime. Great. And so Melissa and I are just so honored and privileged that we are. every client that comes, we just get to, to be a part of their healing journey and, mm -hmm. You know, it really doesn't matter where you're at in your life. It doesn't matter your religious 
background. It doesn't matter um, if you love God or hate God, you're in that journey. It really doesn't matter where you are. Our goal at Living Life Ranch is just a place of peace. That's right. And we're not there to try to fix you. We're there just to provide a place Place. of peace. And what happens is when people experience peace, healing is like a byproduct. Right. It just happens. And so um, for me personally, I just want to, you know, reach out to anybody who feels like maybe they are just stuck. Maybe they, you feel powerless Maybe you feel like you don't have an option or a choice. And I want to let you know that you matter. You do have an option. You do have a choice. And one of the things that hurt me most in my Christian walk was I didn't believe that I could love myself. Because, you know, a lot of time Christian culture teaches you to love others at the expense of yourself. And so I began this journey, which even seems sacrilegious to say, of loving myself. And it's biblical, you know? The Bible says love others as yourself. And so this self-care and learning who my identity is in Mm -hmm. Christ and who who God says I am, that's the whole reason that two years ago I quit my full-time corporate job. I said, Melissa, this is what God has designed <laughs> yeah. me to do. This is his passion he's given me, and I'm all in. And I joined Melissa and her team at Living Life Ranch, and it's not been easy. No, it hasn't, but oh my gosh, such a it's just a blessing. It's been the best, <laughs> best thing, and I, I have never looked back. So I'm just so grateful to you and oh, to Living Life you. Ranch yeah. and these horses. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> and it's yeah. been just an incredible journey. So... Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you for sharing that story with us today. That it was amazing to hear it. I've never heard you say tell that story, yeah. so that was great. Thank you so much. You're welcome. The horses have heard it. Yes, the horses <laughs> have. <laughs> Subscribe with us to follow our podcast and please provide a review. We appreciate your positive feedback, which enables us to provide our free podcast to you. You can find links to the website at ehalnews.com. Music provided by Ed Mahan. Copyrights by Everything Horses and Livestock.